is the metronome? What is it even for? Just uh, it's for being a metronome to keep beat. Oh, when you're making oh, so like music. for like Garage Band, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But not not for like the podcast. So why would you turn that on for this? No. So that's my problem is that the oh. default is that it always has the counting and it always has um the metronome. And oh, it I always see. like counts beats instead of time. Like I don't care about beats for this. Like you should I mean, be able to could, have presets. We could, for... we could try to like like sing the whole podcast. Yeah. We could write a song. Yeah, we're a musical podcast. We could write a twenty five minute song. Uh-huh. An improvised musical podcast. That would be really bad. Yeah. There are there's at least one and then another as an improv show that I know of. Huh. They're not terrible. I mean, if you're very talented, I'm sure it works. Yeah, it's like, really hard though. I'm really bad at singing. Yeah, like I, I did musicals in junior high, and <laughs> I'm I was great okay. At singing. And then I think like my voice went through puberty. Yeah. And then uh, you no longer had an angelic uh, little right. boy voice. Yeah, my voice doesn't go as high as it used to. Yep. And also, when I sing in the car, it's just me shouting. Yeah. It's just shouting in the car. There's like no a firework. Yes. Yep. Katy Perry's your favorite. We all oh, know yeah. this. I have. So many Katy Perry songs. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into this. <clears throat> yeah. Hi, guys. This is How About. My name is Jared. And I'm Kevin. I and uh, we're here talking about a new movie this uh, episode. Yeah, oh, a 40-year-old movie. Yep. Literally 40 years old. They re-released it. Yeah. It's weird. It's it yeah. holds up really well, though. I feel like... Are we going to say the name of the movie first? <laughs> nope, nope. People are going to have to guess. Yeah. Uh, no, it's Alien, the original Alien. The yeah. uh, 1979 Ridley Scott film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I had never seen it before. I'd seen, like, half of it, maybe. But I'd never watched it all the way through. And, like, I know it from references and sort of, like, pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it. Yeah, I saw this movie for the first time when I was like ten or fifteen, somewhere in that age band. Yeah. Um Did it scare you a lot as a kid? No, it did huh. not. So yeah, I guess we could talk about this this genre of film. Yeah. Um clearly sci fi with like horror elements mixed in. Yeah. Um pretty horror movie, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Um which contrasts greatly with the other movies in the series, except for I suppose Alien Covenant. I didn't watch much of it. Yeah, I've Alien Covenant is pretty much this movie. Clips of it, but just, anyways, um, yeah. this is really we have no direction right now. Yeah, so take over, Jared. Uh, okay. Well, I I have uh, from IMDb the summary or the uh, plot synopsis. Little blurb. Yeah, but it's not a plot synopsis. Okay. Uh, so okay, after a space merchant vessel perceives an un or sorry, yeah, hang on, let me start this over again. Words are hard. After a space merchant vessel perceives an unknown transmission as a distress call, its landing on the source moon finds one of the crew attacked by mysterious life form, and they soon realize that its life cycle has merely begun. Dun, dun, dun. In space, nobody can hear you. Yeah. Scream. Yeah. That's the tagline. Yep. One of the most famous <clears throat> taglines. Yep. Like of all time. Uh, so it stars uh, Tom Skerritt, Sigourney Weaver. Um, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, John Hurt, Ian Holm, Yafit Koto. Have you seen, sorry, random tangent, have you seen uh, uh, Live and Let Die, the James Bond movie? Oh, um, I bl- that's one of the Pierce Brosnan ones, right? No, it's no. one of the uh, Roger Moore ones. Oh, I don't think so then, no. Okay. All those titles sort of blend the same. Yeah, I mean, they're all like pretty much the same thing. Die Another Day, Live Another right, Die. Right, yeah. That's what I was thinking, Die Another Day. That is the Pierce Preston one. Yeah, right? okay. <laughs> the worst of them all. Is that the one where he has the invisible car? Yep. Okay, that And one uh, John Cleese as Q. How dare you? Yeah. That one was sick. <laughs> okay, anyways, back to Alien. Yeah. Um, Wait, no, hang on. I wanted to say Yafit Koto plays one of the okay. greatest villains of all time because he dies by being shot with a bullet that uh, explodes him, that turns him into a balloon. That he <laughs> rises to the <laughs> ceiling of something and he explodes. Uh-huh. And I think you would really enjoy it. That sounds um, schlocky and amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's um, great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you, you said you watched this movie for the first time. What, um, yeah. When uh, we watched Yeah, when this. we watched it. So this is, an, this is as we mentioned last time, we're going to have uh, picks from our little film group of friends. Uh, so this was a pick of Craig, who, if you know my other podcast he was a guest on that so he picked this uh and it's yeah one of those movies that i've always been meaning to watch never really had 
like a good reason, and it always felt weird to watch alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we watched. I watched it for the first time with the uh, the all of us. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've watched this movie before. Just the one time. Uh, we rented it, so I think I watched it twice. We okay. actually rented this one and Aliens, and oh, I watched yeah. them back to back. Yeah, back um, to back. Yeah, I think I watched them both twice in that like rented cycle. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Let's see. I think my th- as a horror movie, I think this movie does a lot of things very well and a lot of things um kind of poorly. And I think p- what it does really well is it builds tension really well. I think the scene, um, spoiler alert, for, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, yeah, it's 40 gonna, years old. Yeah, we're spoiling this. Um, yeah. Hardcore. And it, like, I feel like this is also one of those movies that if you live in pop culture, it's impossible right. not yeah. to have been spoiled. Yeah. Like the space ball scene or whatever. Yeah. So what, yeah, like the, yeah. anyways, the chestburster scene, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a great scene. Yeah. Um, it's like perfect. It's been tense up until that point with like the guy getting, with uh, Kane getting the uh, mouth or the face, the face hugger, s- hugger, yeah, yeah, on his face. Great name <clears throat> for an alien, too. Right, face yeah. hugger. So, good. um, yeah. So he's they, everyone's been freaking out about that. You think it's think it's great and it's over, and he seems very healthy. Um, and then shit gets down yep. real quick. It's a big old twist. Right. That that is a great scene. Um, I love all the actors' responses to that, and yeah. like. Speaking of, like, you know that um, they, like, kind of surprised the actors with yeah, the effect. Yeah, I was reading that. So I yeah. started, uh, as I was on my way over, I started reading the IMDb and has maybe the longest IMDb trivia section yeah. I've ever read. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, like, surprised everybody except for the main guy mm-hmm. um, with, like, just the sheer amount of blood, apparently, was what scared a lot of them. Right, yeah. They knew that it was going to come out of his chest, um, yeah. but they didn't know, like, really... The mechanics behind it all and so when it starts like spraying blood everywhere and yeah. getting on the actors and actresses they're like what the hell yeah um and so that reaction is um very real and that's a, a iconic scene yeah. for a very good reason and it's also like apparently or allegedly uh, a lot of it is pretty improv based yeah, uh, yeah for the lines and the dialogue and stuff which mm. i I think that really came true that it wasn't a yeah very... I think you can tell that it's like a natural reaction yeah like they're they're just told like very limited instruction and they just went with it yeah um and another my other probably favorite scene is uh when the other mechanic guy he Brett I think his name is or something oh uh, which one like, Harry Dean Stanton or the one uh... with the hat. Yeah, that's Harry Dean Stanton. I think his character's name is Brett. <coughs> but anyways, he doesn't he sound goes, right. He okay. goes to get a, a the kitty Jones, uh-huh. and uh, th- he walks into this room, and it's like there's just chains hanging down and like water yeah. dripping everywhere. Yeah, the wet chain room. <coughs> the wet chain room, uh, from condensation, please. It's yeah. legit. <laughs> and then uh, science checks out. And then the alien like kind of swoops behind him. Yeah. And that scene is is great for a number of reasons. One, it was built up really well. Yeah. Um. And with like him finding the exoskeleton that it shed or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I guess not exoskeleton, but just like the skin that it shed, like a snick. Yeah. Um, and t- and two, just like how dark and claustrophobic you kind of feel. Um, yeah. Because he's like kind of rummaging around trying to find this cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you don't see much of the alien, like you see right. it kind of swoop behind him, and then it he turns around. Um. Yeah, and so those those scenes I think stand out and are what has made this movie like hold up still. Yeah, and why it became so popular later on. Yeah, and in an effective um, usage of that, the alien was a pretty goofy effect that it was just a dude in a weird suit. <coughs> yeah, very unmobile suit too. Yeah, like they couldn't yeah. couldn't really walk in it or anything. Right, and it didn't work really how they wanted it to yeah like everything kind of went wrong but they didn't let that sort of hinder what they did they had right ridley they, scott came up with creative solutions to all of that right, which the, i think work really well yeah like, yeah definitely the yeah. like the shooting around it mm-hmm. um worked. shrouded in darkness right, and just yeah, like yeah. sneaks up on people and like that scene is great even after it's over because that's the first time you realize that the alien is just like drooling constantly yeah and you know he like lifts his face up 
and is like you know getting covered in water and you know that the alien came down from it uh-huh. so like maybe some of that was like the alien saliva and like yeah. that's like adds something to that scene which i think is really great yeah um and then on the flip side i think there's scenes that um are almost great and then fail because the effect of the alien was so poor yeah um yeah, the scene where the favorite one my don't you? yeah my favorite scene uh the happy birthday <laughs> surprise scene where the captain is in the in the in the air ducts <laughs> and they're like oh my god it's right on top of you and he can't see it and like yeah. it's cut really it's edited very well yeah where it's cutting back and forth and he's like f- shooting fire down these like t- hallway <laughs> things and so like and it's like only lit from the fire yeah and then uh he turns around and the alien like goes gah yeah and it looks like a dude in a suit going gah yeah just like with his hands out right going and, up to hug you but right. also kill you Right, and... Uh, yeah, very goofy. Right, and so I think, like, to me, I think that scene would have been salvaged with a gorier kill, because that particular shot is kind of silly, and I laugh every time. Yeah. Like, I can't help myself. I know it's yeah. coming. Yeah. Like, we were in this, the screening room with a bunch of people who yeah. hadn't seen the movie, and I was like, okay, don't <laughs> laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. Were you really saying yeah, that to yourself? Because I feel ha- like you were saying to yourself, I'm going to laugh at this part, because it's so, so funny. It is really funny. <laughs> And I was trying not to ruin it because it is a very ten- <laughs> it's a really well done scene up until that point, uh, and like it it's <laughs> it kind of bummed me out that <laughs> that like I kind of ruined it a little bit. Yeah, um, I didn't think it, I I personally I didn't think you ruined it. I thought okay. it made it funnier because it yeah it is very goofy, but also I mean that guy's dead. Right, and that guy's dead. Um, and I mean. Like, it would have been better, I don't, I can't remember, is anybody, like, stabbed by the alien's tail in this one? No, I think all the people are killed with the like inner mouth. Okay, yeah. They're killed by the inner mouth thing. Yeah, because I wish, like, that would have been a good case for that. Because, like, mm-hmm. so I was mentioning earlier that I did go and watch Aliens afterwards. And in mm-hmm. Aliens, there are a couple of people who are killed by getting, like, you know, Lance their chest with, punctured with yeah. uh, the tail. So, yeah. like, that would have been a good candidate for that, I thought, just to, like, kind of vary up the kills. Because they mm-hmm. also, they're very similar in how they oh, happen. Yeah, yeah. It's just the, like, the oh, alien no. sneaks up on someone yeah. and hits it with the mini mouth. Yeah. Which also, I personally feel like, very inefficient design of that alien. Right. Why which, would you which have one in, big mouth and then one tiny mouth that comes which out Which leads it? into my second problem, my second biggest problem with the film. And it's, like, kind of a petty problem that i have yeah. is when um the robot guy what's his name the medical officer says uh, yeah says it's the perfect that. organism and then like it's fine i guess in like concept yeah in that like oh it's like indestructible if you shoot it it leaks acid everywhere or whatever it's like a great killing machine but it's like in and of itself like it's constantly drooling yeah. It has a weird mini mouth inside of its mouth. Like, that <laughs> seems very, inef- like, the way it reproduces is very inefficient. Like, it can't reproduce on its own. It has to find a host, like, a suitable host. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, in this movie, they don't really get into it. But it can host in anything, though. Is that, right, like, yeah. the kind of unspoken that I mean, facehuggers movie... can probably attach to anything and will grow that alien out of it, right? They didn't grow a human out of yeah, human. Yeah, right. So, I mean, which is why it's good. Uh, it's a good bacteria. That's why, yeah, like, bacteria are. Or, yeah. Parasite, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's why bacteria or parasites right. are, people think, or scientists like to call them as, you know, kind of perfect organisms. Yeah. And also, so we have talked about this before, but I also think that's a pretty kind of hyperbolic thing for him to say that it's not, he's not yeah. literally saying that it is the most perfect organism. I mean, it's, I mean, I think probably my it's stronger than an individual human for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think my problem with it stems from the fact that. Full disclosure, I didn't watch Prometheus or Alien Covenant because yeah. I was going to watch one of them um, in this week and then I ran out, didn't have time. Yeah. Um, but from everything I've seen um, with like reviews and like watching clips of it and like just reading reviews of it is that Ridley Scott goes really heavy handed into like this like God creator sort of mentality. Um, yeah. So I think, like, Prometheus is all about, like, meeting our maker, essentially, right? More yeah, that's how the mission starts, is that there's evidence right. of that there's humans aren't, uh, didn't evolve. Right. didn't that evolve. they were uh, created, created by the big, so the big guys who are... The blue man group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're white. They're whitish blue. But anyways, 
Yeah, but the big but guy. But the giant. Yeah. yeah in Who the, is shown, which is yeah. like, so that was one thing that I really enjoyed about this movie, too, is that the design felt so deep that there were mm. so many different layers, too. Like that, I mean, we even went to the alien ship and saw that big alien guy, mm-hmm. which, again, was also another thing that I was reading on IMDb that, like, the uh, 20th Century Fox didn't want to build all of that. Mm-hmm. With the alien and stuff, but really, right. this guy was like, "No, it'll be fun. We have to. It'll make the world." Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, like, and then we got Prometheus, right? So, so uh, you know. yeah, I mean, I think like the problem that um, I think a lot of people had with those movies is that they don't really stay true to what made this movie great. Yeah, like the reason why they're able to re-release it forty years later and people are like even slightly excited about it is because like the world has been built so well from the effects and like the the sets like the set design is incredible yeah um but also because like it just built atmosphere really well yeah and it doesn't seem to me that the sequels built atmosphere in a believable way yeah they were more kind of just like fan fictiony in a way that like so, I have watched Prometheus and Covenant, and I watched the both of them before I watched the original Alien, which is weird and just randomly happened there. But yeah, I think they definitely kind of lean into what is the lore of all of this? Right. How does this all connect back to each other? But I also think that from what I've heard of Alien Three and Alien uh, Resurrection, Resurrection yeah. is that they really like screwed the pooch and that they went in directions that like there weren't any sort of endpoints or anything more to explore. Right. And so they felt like the only thing they could do is have some prequels to that. Be like, well, where'd the aliens come from? I mean, or you could just not release more movies. Yeah, that's true. But Um, they want to make more movies because they want to make more money. And then the other part of that is that I think, yeah, Prometheus is one of the coolest looking movies I've seen. So the design is still there, at least in the two most recent Ridley Scott versions. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's not... I mean, I think it's really tough for um, these, like any creator, to go back to something that worked really well because it's like, I think when you create something like amazing, like this original Alien, um, it's kind of lightning in a bottle. You know, you can't do it all every time. There's a lot of things that that fell into place for this movie to work out so well, and like to try to recreate that. I mean, there's a reason why. When they're like, oh, we're going to make Blade Runner 2049, they weren't like, hey, Ridley Scott, you're going to direct it. Like, yeah. they got someone else to do it because it is like, and not like, not to like bash on Ridley Scott. I mean, I think like his comments about Blade Runner since releasing it have been like, meh. To, like, yeah, but I think that's just, I think that's just him as a person being interviewed is that he's not very eloquent. Right. But also, but I think your point st- of. Yeah. That sequels, if especially if, and I'm sure this is the case, that Ridley Scott only sent out to make one of these movies, he just doesn't have anything left in the tank. He doesn't have right. anything to add to this story, which right. is why it can be a good idea unless you've like explicitly set it up like, say, a Star Wars or something, which mm-hmm. also wasn't necessarily set up all that much. No. But if it's it a single like movie and then uh, people want a sequel, you know, for money reasons, most mm-hmm. likely... Um. Yeah. Turn it over to somebody else who has an interesting idea, which right. is like j- the whole James Cameron thing. Is that mm-hmm. I think James Cameron legit had an idea. Yeah, of he how took, he wanted to make he an alien movie. The material and he made it in a James Cameron way, which yeah. makes that movie very interesting. Yeah. Um. Versus, like, if you look at, I was thinking while you were talking of movies that had the same director. Now I don't remember, but like a lot of times when a director comes back, um, <clears throat> it just doesn't go as well like it feels bad i think i can think of an example i think the james bond movies the two Mm. most recent james bond movies so usually bond has a different director Mm -hmm. um at least every so often so Mm. but this guy who did uh skyfall and specter Mm -hmm. it felt like he really ran out of like especially visually yeah ideas of new things to do and that it just like wasn't a coat it was just a mess of that like he had a very particular style and he wasn't super elastic and he didn't have anything really new to add to it. Right. So we made a second pretty meh movie. Yeah. Especially because he was taking such big swings too. Like right. that's the other thing about Alien is that uh, so in part it is all because of Star Wars because so much 
sci-fi happens because of Star Wars. Right. But it was and also like the, such a... The walls of, like, in that first scene where it's, like, kind of drifting through the ship yeah. in a very dreamlike state. Yeah. Um, there's so much so much visual imagery there. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. But, like, the wall looks just like the walls of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Like, it has, like, those weird paddings. Uh-huh. Yeah. But also... And the other thing why I really enjoyed this is that it is a very different type of sci-fi, too. Right. That it's a much more element. grounded. That it's like, yeah. you know, I feel like there are sort of three kind of schools of sci-fi. There's the Star Trek route in which you're so far ahead and everything is kind of trivial and everything is sort of bright and humanity's at its best. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Star Wars route where it's like, well, we're just pirates in space and swashbucklers. Right, yeah. And then there's the this route, which is like, we're actually like probably most likely this is what the future is going to be like is this sort of alien universe and that Mm. people are still like you know dumb people right but we're also stretching to the stars but we're like not we haven't like conquered the stars and we don't Mm -hmm. have like there aren't a ton of aliens around there's only this one alien yeah um and i mean i think that's why i like this movie so much is because it is so like contained yeah. Like, it's not trying it's to... It's a bottle episode. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's like it's like any other slasher horror movie that I've watched and, and, and liked, where it's like, oh, the people are just... They're, li- they're in this neighborhood or at this camp. Yeah. You know, this and then cabin. this cabin in the woods, and then some monster shows up and murders everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's why, like, like I was saying in our, our initial discussion, um, my biggest complaint with this movie is that like the kills are so boring. Yeah, it's not super gory. And yeah. so they also apparently had to cut out a lot of that too. Cuz the original cut of the movie was much uh bloodier and gorier. Mm. And so a lot of that was cut out cuz it didn't want to get I think an X rating. Okay. Cuz this movie is already rated R, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not that bloody. I don't think like no. except for the uh chest burster. Right. There's really not that much. No. And that's just like the rating system being kind of like yeah. drifted around over time. Yeah. Yeah, that it's nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. So it's not audiences yeah. aren't as desensitized. Right. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean it's not like it doesn't make the movie bad. It just made and just like you just don't get that adrenaline rush after like someone gets killed. Yeah. It's sort of like uh, it almost gets you there. And then it's like, okay, we're on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, but it's also deliberate in that, that it's consistent through sure. all of that, that there's not just, like, one big kill scene and then the right. rest are implied. Um, well, I mean, the chestburster scene is, is bloody, and then all the other ones are pretty mild. I um, suppose. But, yeah, it's like, when the alien is actually killing things, yeah, it's not, um, like, the same sort of thing happens every time. The alien sneaks up on someone, shoots a little mouth at them yeah and right as the little mouth is coming out like it cuts yeah. to a different scene yeah and it's also not um it's not the aliens movie we're not trying to sympathize with the alien no. the alien is very much an outside you know That's monster hunting our people yeah um we're not trying to like explore why is this it why why does he kill like right, what's no. his deal and i yeah i like that too it doesn't like they don't try to... I, I mean, I think they ask the computer some questions. They yeah. ask Mother some questions. That bitch. Yeah. And she has no answers <laughs> for them. Um, no Mother. Because data is insufficient. Yeah. Um, but it's a lie. Yeah. It's yeah. all a lie. But in this movie, it's not, right? In the context of this movie, like, they don't actually know that much about it. I suppose, but also Mother was stopped from telling them what was actually going on by the android, too. Was it? I don't remember. Yeah. Because later, I, I Ripley you, goes in and has a talk with Mother, and Mother mm-hmm. says, like, yeah, it's been... Uh, oh, oh, no, no, no. So Security y- lockout or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I mean, so. I still think that, like, they, they, don't, have, they don't have a lot of information about yeah. it. Like, I don't think... I don't think, like, Mother or the android dude know how to kill the alien. Yeah, that's true. But they weren't, like providing what information they did learn to anybody else either. Sure, yeah. 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 
I also think, like, to your point of that, it's a very deliberate movie. I enjoyed that it was such a mm-hmm. deliberate movie and that, like, it purposely starts very slow. I mm-hmm. really, really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, musical thing drifting and the camera drifting through the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed all of that. Again, getting to highlight the designs, which were also, by the way, designed by H.R. Geeker. Who dat? You don't know who that is? No. He's like a famous, really weird artist, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. If you say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just killed that point. Get more culture, Kevin. Got him. Come on. No, yeah. Uh, this also touches on uh, the genre of body horror, which is a pretty yeah. Uh, popular. Yeah, I, I, I guess I get that. I understand that. Um. That was also brought up in our in our discussion. Yeah, that it was like a body horror, in a reversal um, of the body horror. That so often it is the women who are like, "Oh no, I'm pregnant with an alien, right?" Baby. And this time, this time it, was, it a was a dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Kane's son. Yeah, as our robot friend says. But um, I I get that. I just like when you it doesn't see it doesn't make me feel quite as uncomfortable. Maybe it's because like. Yeah, it doesn't hammer that point as right, much. Right, yeah. It's it's very like subtle, I think. Like yeah. because like so many things had to happen for Kane to get the face hugger in the first place. Yeah. Um and then like, you know, until the thing bursts out of his chest, he is not really exhibiting um that like we don't know how he's, he's not our he's main character. Well, yeah, but he's in a coma and then yeah. he wakes up and he thinks he's fine. And so yeah. there's not like this feeling of dread um in right. the character or you know, from everyone else. Which yeah, that the I movie think, isn't like, about his journey in, like, oh no, I'm pregnant from this like, right, crazy yeah. thing, and I'm freaking out about that. Yeah, doesn't that That's happen in Prometheus? Kind right. of. Uh, yeah, that happens a lot more in Prometheus. So then, right. also another thing is that uh, Ridley Scott originally wanted it to be that. Uh, I think Ripley and the Captain were to have sex. And oh that's wow! How it would be transferred? Uh huh. I wonder how decided not. And then they used that idea and like yeah, Prometheus Covenant or yeah, Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, just recycling ideas there, Ridley Scott. Yeah. Great job, great job, Scott. You hack. What a hack. Yeah. What a friggin' guy. I mean, I do want to say also that I am a pretty big fan of Ridley Scott. I enjoy what he does a lot. Yeah, I would say I'm very lukewarm on him. I think like, I mean. All the movies I've watched of his, I've avoided the ones that I think I wouldn't like. So yeah. I avoided Prometheus and Alien Covenant because I think I wouldn't enjoy them. Um, yeah, I think you'd hate them. I don't know if I would hate them. I think I would just not I think like. You'd be them. very frustrated. By Probably them. very frustrated. That sounds like more accurate. Yeah. Um, but like, Blade Runner, I think, is good in in, like, in a lot of ways. Um, The Martian is an adequate enough movie, you know, there's no problems yeah. with it. I really, not... I don't really count The Martian as a Ridley Right, Scott yeah, film. it doesn't feel like a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah, I mean, he, he was just a hired gun yeah. to direct it. They're like, we want a person who's done space stuff before to do yeah. more space stuff to get people to watch this movie. I mean, yeah, so like, this movie I don't like as much as Aliens. Um, I like yeah. this movie, but I like Aliens more because it's just kind of more my wheelhouse of like action schlock, yeah. um, which I really like. And I think it also does have like horror elements that are are pretty cool. I think like when yeah, she's... but it's an action film first, and this yeah, is more yeah. of a horror film first, right? And like I said, I think if this movie had just been more violent on the kills, I would have, I would have ended up liking it just as much or more yeah. than Aliens. Um, and like Blade Runner is a very weird movie. I mean, like maybe we can. Maybe we could watch that one at some point. But yeah, um that's so yeah, Blade Runner is a movie that I really like. And I do yeah. like how weird it is. And, and you also need to watch so you've watched the one with the VO of Harrison Ford. Right. Which I, I really actually think you should watch really without it. Yeah, and I, I think if I was to watch a movie again I'd watch it without yeah. it. Um, and it's a good movie to go in knowing a little bit what's happened. Yeah. I mean I don't remember too much confusing. of it. I saw it like ten years ago. Yeah. But all these movies I've seen like 10 yeah. years ago. So I really like Blade Runner. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Gladiator. I think it's a decent Oh yeah, that was movie. the other one. Yeah. Um, and that one that one sort of is like it feels more like, you know, a Martian style movie where he yeah. he had more like input and there's more like Ridley Scott stuff in there. Yeah. But it's not, you know, like it's kind of a retelling of a retelling of a right. retelling. It's a yeah. classic tale, mostly. Yeah, it's, it's just not, the Ridley it's not Scott doing spin. All that interesting with it, yeah. like 
you know, Blade Runner is like vision, visionary, right? Yeah. Like this and that is someone's vision. Yeah. And he His whole vision, right? like sort of everything about right. it. Like he grabbed this script and then he yep. did. He he made that. He movie, made all the right. rest of it. He assembled. The and team. that's why, like, yeah, I think the I think the like, full Ridley Scott films are like Alien, Blade Runner, and that's about it. <laughs> I mean, I think Covenant and Prometheus. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, those are sequels, though. Yeah, but I mean, those are still like his vision and stuff. And I think like. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, uh, the one thing I the one problem I have with watching like the director's cut um of Blade Runner, I guess we're talking about that a little bit now. Yeah, it's all Ridley Scott, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, is that like he said that? Oh yeah, Harrison Ford is definitely a robot or a replicant, and like that to me is just sort of like from what I remember, the movie seems better if he's like just a schmuck who's. Like or if doing it's ambiguous. Stuff. I mean, I think, like, a mystery there is not, like, interesting to me. I think, like, and especially since, like, he's in the director's cut, it seems like, from what I've seen about it, is that he answers it pretty definitively, that, yes, Harrison Ford is a replicant. But um, that gets, like, I mean, he's said it in interviews. Yeah. Yeah. And I so, didn't like, get that feel from the movie, though. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the director's cut, so I wouldn't know. But, like... In in the theatrical release, it's not really amb- even ambiguous. It's like no, yeah. it's not even a question that the movie is asking. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Yeah, but again, I think he's like just a bad director to talk about stuff. Like he's just a real weirdo. <laughs> sure, but I mean that's still like an idea that he had. Yeah. And I, I think like everyone, like all the writers and Harrison Ford and everyone else, has been like, no, that idea is bad. And he's like that idea yeah. we'll put that paper crane in there yeah and we'll like have this weird scene of a unicorn it's a unicorn it's a oh yeah it's a unicorn. unicorn yeah it's a unicorn because yeah and because he's dreaming you know, about un- unicorns right but did you know that um this is like yeah that the unicorn scene is actually was actually not even shot for blade runner it was shot for a different movie that really scott made yeah, yeah and then I he just I like kind of put it in there yeah. <laughs> Like, like, we'll splice this together. Yeah. This, is like, this will make sense. It's yeah. just Harrison Ford's just dreaming about unicorns because he's a replicant. Yep. And it's like, well, okay. And also Gaff knows. Yeah. Does Gaff know? Yeah. Because Harrison Ford is a replicant. Yeah. Right? He put Speaking it all of Harrison head. Ford, did you know that Harrison Ford could have been our main captain guy in Alien? Um, no. But it's probably good that they went with someone else. Yeah. I don't think Harrison Ford would have. been insane if he was leading another franchise. I mean, I think they just kill him off, right? I suppose, but they probably would have wanted him back, mm-hmm. especially after he got so huge. Right, because Star Wars is like 74 or something? Or? 77. Oh, 77, that's My right. God. Summer of 77. <sighs> um, yep. Yeah. Also, uh, Meryl Streep was in contention to be Ripley. That would have been interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think... Uh, I mean, Sigourney Weaver nails this role. Yeah, it's hard to imagine anybody else. Right, yeah. She's, like, just so iconic in that role now. Yeah. Especially since she came back, like, four times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm really glad they didn't, like, drag her dusty old bones out for (laughs) Prometheus or Alien Covenant. (laughs) And this person shows up, and it's Ripley. You remember Ripley, right? Yeah, that would have been the real sort of middle finger to everybody. But I think that would have been, I don't think, like, no director would choose to do that, right? <laughs> like, because they're making. Uh, no, a, they're I think making plenty like a, of directors would choose to do it. I you don't think, think it would be it? like? I have a feeling. <laughs> nice cough right into the mic. Classic. <laughs> I have a feeling that somebody did do that. Um, I can't think of who it was. Well, I mean Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones. But he's the. Yeah, but like that's not like Indiana Jones four was not an origin story. Yeah, that's true. That's not like you know, <laughs> like it would. It, it's like Prometheus and Covenant are supposed to take place before the original Alien, right? Right. And but so I mean, it wouldn't like, make any yeah. sense. <laughs> it wouldn't I make any sense. I could see if, if, well, yeah. So I think I if, also, if, wait, hang yeah. on. If okay. uh, she was a bigger star, they would have found a way to bring her back. And it would have been like some weird time loopy type stuff. Star Trek is what I'm thinking. Oh, sure. That they brought him back in Star Trek. And they're totally different character. I mean, totally different actors. Yeah. Still found a way to bring back. And they've already been talking about that. Or I mean, people have said that they wanted to get... Some people <laughs> in the Star Trek universe <laughs> want to get William Shatner in one of these new Star Trek movies. 
I mean, so those are the people who would do that, right? And I don't think that would be like the director. Yeah, I think it, that would be like a some bad idea, some like too. higher up schmuck who, right? Who's just like, if we bring them back, like they're looking at the charts and they're like, if we and like they're looking at the we're analysis gonna get a and twenty percent, like, yeah, we're gonna get a ten percent bump yeah. in ticket sales if we bring back William Shatner. Yeah, gotta get them back. Yeah, and then everyone else is like, no, but don't you care about Could the product? Could we not, please? Yeah, he's already dead. Not William Shatner, but yeah. So I, I, my, my feelings on Ridley Scott are that he is amazing at certain things. Visually, visually, he's an amazing director. Yeah, one of the best at like building a world, and then even in this, like it's pretty much just like a spaceship, and then they go on that planet briefly, but you don't really see much of that planet. You and then see another the half bagel of the, right, yeah, you see the spaceship. Yeah, you see the half bagel. And like but it's just so believable, right? Yeah. Like it looks so great. And everything is cohesive design too. Right. Yeah. That which not... which also confuses me because like in the trailer and stuff of like Prometheus, like the ship looks way better than the <laughs> Yeah. Than even that's like again, the shuttle another part. I mean that's like the Star Trek trap of we keep right. doing prequels, but now we have holograms and we have right, yeah. you know, people which I I'm like, touch screens, and then suddenly we go back to. So I've been rewatching the original Star Trek recently, right. and it's all buttons and stuff, and yeah, nobody yeah. has screens or anything. Buttons and dials and levers. And, and then I now. watch uh, Discovery, <clears throat> and it's like everybody has touch screens, and they can do whatever they want. And I'm like, guys, yeah. this just set it in the future, right? Like, right. just do that. See, it's that's not what, that that's hard why, of a thing like, to do. I'm like, why didn't they just set? Prometheus in the future. They didn't yeah, have to set it in know. the past. Because, I mean, the part of it is that they've ruined their future already. Right. They kept doing a bunch of dumb stuff, and so they're like, well, people like the original Alien. I guess we gotta go backwards, maybe? I don't know. But you can... Yeah, you, you definitely could have gone forward in time. You could have ignored it and retconned the movies that you don't yeah, like. Yeah, you could have right? done You could have done a next generation of right. the... That's exactly what the next generation did, is they yeah. reset everything, because they're like, yep, this stuff kind of looks pretty cheesy, so we're now gonna update all of it. Right. We're going to have touchscreens and junk. And then they're like, no, we're going to have I mean, two I, other I, shows before the original trilogy now. I get that it's... the original show. Right. I get that it's cheaper to have a touchscreen because you just give an actor a, like a green Well, not even that, plastic, but just like that's how can... technology has evolved. Right. But I mean, like... I mean, technology's evolved like that, but like anyone who's watched the previous material knows that it's like... It doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. Continuity-wise. Yeah, like the, in Discovery, they have touchscreens, and then they yeah, go back so, but to the levers. It's the yeah, it's and the it's battle. Like, it's the battle between like so, making see, stuff look actually like it could be from the future, from right. our present, versus keeping it in line with what has already come before in the movies or in the universe. Right, and I think the works. reason why they do that is because it's just cheaper to give an actor like a yeah, like I think a piece that's a part of it. I think they just want it to make and then to they look can cooler. CGI. But like, I think buttons and dials are cool. Yeah, like good I mean, when 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 Ripley but goes that's into not... the when Ripley goes in, or the captain even goes into the mother like yeah. pod, such that's, a cool. That's a room. great set. Yeah. yeah, that's a great set. It's yeah. just like Christmas lights, and it looks amazing. Yeah, and it works as a like as a f- a projected future thing. Right, that this is like you know kind of a dump of a ship. And it's, right, you know, not but they the have a really slickest. great computer. Yeah, it's a, it's like as big as a room because right. like that's what computers were like back then. Yeah, but it works still like as a future thing, and it's not. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like we don't have rooms where you need to put a thing in a thing and then yeah, walk in and sit and clickety clack on an alien style keyboard. Like they're not using they're not yeah. using letters and they're not using like like Asian style characters. So yeah. You're using like. Like hieroglyphics, practically. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the cool things about uh, right. Star Wars is that they don't use any uh, computer keyboards, really, in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, that was something that George Lucas and his infinite wisdom, all hail George Lucas, uh, uh, decided that. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, decided I think... that he doesn't want to use keyboards because he's like, it's right. the future, it's not even Earth, or blah, blah. Right. So, uh, yeah. That's actually so a really like good example. So, like, design choices like that are interesting, and when you kind of right. retcon and, you yeah. know, come back, and you're like, well, but this we have iPads now, so, yeah. like, obviously we're going to have iPads. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, yeah, but George Lucas is actually a really good example of a director who did something and then came back to his material um, and completely ruined everything. He messed it up, yeah. He completely, yeah, I mean... The, he just lost a handle on what... I mean, like... It's because, from what I can tell, and I wasn't there, so I don't know, 
but it seems like there. I was not there. That's news it's to me. It's actually like 25 years before I was even born. Huh. But um, the that original trilogy had other voices. Yeah. And the prequel trilogy is just his voice. It's yeah. just George Lucas. It was and that's more why, collaborative. Right. And so that's what I think is the problem with Prometheus and Covenant. From not from a standpoint of not having seen the films, it seems like they were like, okay, Ridley Scott is our guy. Ridley yeah. Scott does everything. And then Ridley Scott made Prometheus and Covenant. And nobody likes them because like oh, I don't know that nobody likes them. I mean But they're not So as... when you like list when you like rank them, you know, maybe Resurrections at the bottom and Alien Three is there too. But I think yeah. those movies are not with Alien and Aliens. Yeah in terms of like popularity or even like objective or Quality subjective or, opinion, right? Yeah. yeah, that's true. And it's yeah, I mean it's just I don't know what there's got to be something about that sort of like psychologically why. I mean, I think it really just is like these directors they do something amazing. But it's a group effort. And so coming back to that and the studio is like, "Okay, you did this because your name it says directed by so and so." Yeah. Directed by, I mean, George Lucas didn't direct Star Wars, but like, he was. Yeah, he did. He directed Episode One, but he didn't do, t- or not Episode yeah, One. Yeah, he directed. But he did a, four. Yeah, A New Hope. Yeah, but not five, true, which yeah. five or six, and everyone, I think five is. You like Shadow best. directed six though. Yeah, and that's why there's Ewoks. But hey, I don't have a problem with Ewoks. That's a discussion for another time. But okay. like, you know, the first A New Hope was more collaborative. Yeah. And I have to imagine that Alien was more collaborative than Prometheus and Covenant. Yeah. I mean, the studio, just because, like, Ridley Scott was much younger, they just gave him more leeway. They gave him, like, a longer leash. Yeah. They gave him more money. So, like, you know, part of what makes Alien so great is that they, like, desperately avoid showing you the alien. Yeah. They cannot they show couldn't. you the alien because it looks terrible. And then in Covenant, it's like full force. Like here it is, all brightly lit, and banging its head on a thing. And I mean, that's I just from the trailer. I mean, it's like on top of their brightly ship, lit, yeah. And it's like rising up. You can see it perfectly. And like, and it, like, it's a cool design, but like, it loses the mystery, right? Yeah, it loses that like, they intentionally, unintentionally created more drama. Right, they by created not showing it. Right, they created more atmosphere and more tension by yeah. having this thing that they could not show. Yeah. And so instead we have this thing that you see in, like, you know, it's, I mean, not brightly lit, but it's, you can see it, and you can see every nook and cranny of it with all the power of a billion computer pixels. Yep. And. That's how that works. It's exactly how that works. <laughs> and it look and it. How many it computer cool. pixels do you have to make this spaceship? I don't know. A lot. But it looks cool, but it doesn't look, be, like, it's not impactful, right? Yeah. It loses the overarching, you're telling a story about this alien, and you lose the sort of drama of everything that it is, like, that you set up that it's an alien that lives in darkness, right? too, that I think it's hurt by the light, I believe, is something that... They sort of speculate that, they're like, what what happens when you shine a bright light at an animal? It kind of runs yeah. away. So, yeah. like, they're like, flamethrowers, that'll work. It's also a black exoskeleton, so... Right. That makes sense to live in the darkness. Right. And aliens is where they talk about that they come at night. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, oh yeah, I do remember that, yeah. Because yeah. in their infinite wisdom, after discovering that there's aliens on a planet, they uh, send Oops, an entire colony to that planet, or that moon or whatever, right? No, they didn't know that there were aliens there. Ripley hadn't come back yet. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. It was only when Ridley went there, they're like, yeah, go send a guy over there. Mm-hmm. And the guy woke the colony. Okay. Well, the family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I th- like think is weird about um, Alien is, and we kind of just talked about this earlier, is that like when they're landing on the thing, yeah, and like they're like, there's a throwaway line. I guess it's not. I guess it turns out that it's not throwaway. They're like, oh, some reflector thing is fallen off or whatever. Yeah, it's like a deflector, deflector shield or whatever. Yeah. It, it like fell off or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it lands, and then everyone's freaking out because the ship is broken. Yeah, but the way it's shot, like it, it makes it seem like like chronologically, you see the ship going in. Yeah, and you have that line, uh-huh. and then the ship lands, and it looks like 
it landed on a rock weirdly, and that's the problem with it. Is that I think it landed that's a on the part rock. of it though? That it is I think a part of it. Part but I think that's the also really weird. right falls out, and that's... then it also gets punctured by a rock. Right, but it's the landing pad, thing, the landing gear thing that gets like punctured on the rock. And yeah. I think that's like. I think that's it's silly. unclear, and it's partially right. unclear because like they just couldn't do those effects. Right. Yeah. Um, but also, like, so, but then the other part of that is that that the reason why they actually go and check out the alien ship in the suits and stuff is because the ship can't take off. I'm pretty sure there's a conversation about like, yeah, well, we can't leave immediately, so somebody has to go and check. I mean, that was the that was the, the plan in the out. first place is to go go look at the thing, and they like went early because they didn't okay. want to wait around for 27 hours. Yeah, right? I guess I don't remember. That. I think like the plan was always to go investigate. Yeah. Um the source of the beacon. Right. And like they just they just went without mother deciphering the code because they got antsy, I guess. Um Yeah, I think that's what I'm remembering is that they landed so they could get a clearer I mean like picture of whatever right. it is, but then they went because they were already stuck there. Like the out the party of the three or whatever. Yeah. I I think they yeah, I think the, maybe not. I mean, maybe you could like speculate that whatever the science officer's name was, he was like kind of sabotaging the translation of the signal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which also no... that was out of nowhere. Hmm. That was out of nowhere. What that, was uh, the android? Like mm-hmm. he just like there's an android and he's eating. yeah. I think that was a cool twist. Yeah. Um, it's a fun twist, but it's like a twist for just twists' sake. Um, In this movie, at least. Yeah, I mean, I I think you can. Like my speculation just now that like he's has not been helping at all. Yeah, and so like as an android, why would he be worried about a flesh-eating alien? He doesn't have flesh. He yeah, bleeds weird milk. He's stuff. got noodles and milk. Yeah, yeah. That uh, yeah, the alien parts were um, not milk, but something else. Uh, noodles and onion rings. <laughs> yeah, Which yeah, great. Also, that's uh, Bilbo. The original yeah. Bilbo. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Bunch of like... And then, and then, and then it has my second favorite effect. Uh-huh. What my is first that? is obviously the mini oh, chestburster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which are... These... And these are the same effect. They're just somebody sticking their head through a table. Right. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Um, the, the head, when they rip it off of the android... Yeah. And it puts it down, and it's like, oh, it's a model of some dude's head. Yep. And then they flip it back up and it's convenient. <laughs> and then it like yeah. they turn it on and it conveniently looks just like it used to. Yeah. The and best part is when they're down. struggling to make the head stand up straight. Right, right. I thought yeah. that was really funny. <laughs> right. I think that, that scene is really fun because like you it's like not a clever effect. Yeah. I mean and that doesn't it's very have to obvious, be. but I also really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I mean it's fun. It's a great classic effect. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm just nope. like saying that it looks pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty goofy. Yeah. And then they burn it and then underneath like the skin part, it's just like a plastic thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's weird. I mean, it's a robot. You don't need no skull. Could have had a cool robot skull. That's like true. Terminator does. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it would have been more noticeable though. I don't know. Anyways, uh, we've been talking about this movie for a while. Yeah. Any, any final thoughts? Uh, what, how about your score? What score do you give oh, this? Oh, yeah. I'm going to give this a nine and a half. Wow, that is very five. high. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, one, because it's a good movie. Two, because of the historical bits of it that, again, mm-hmm. I feel like, I guess I didn't really mention, but I like so many references have mm-hmm. been yeah, it's cleared up. Definitely. And not just like pop culture, pop culturally, but also like movies. Like I feel like this is a filmmaker's film that a lot of filmmakers really enjoyed this, and that was formative. And I feel like I kind of see what impression that is left on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. The effects were fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, design was so cool. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to see what that set was like. That would have been an yeah. awesome. The model of the mining ship looks great. Yeah. Yeah. And then all the like sci fi bits of it, like that they travel in space through uh, going to s- putting themselves to sleep. Yeah. As they travel really fast. I like that conceit. Yep. Um, Does it even imply that they travel really fast? I think they just go to sleep. 
Like, well, okay. I mean, the ship doesn't look like they it don't could, could go slowly, that fast. though. It doesn't look like that ship could go very fast. But yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. But yeah, I mean, like a lot faster of... than our current space shuttles or whatever. I mean, that's yeah. what I mean. Is that they're so right. yeah, they're not hitting hyperspace right, yeah. or hitting you know space warp time warp right, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not as high on this movie as you are. Right. But I. Th- I think it's because I just like Aliens so much better. Yeah. Like, Aliens is just a more fun film. This movie is not a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, and so, like, while watching it, like, I can appreciate a lot of things. And I genuinely like a lot of things, but there's also, like, that feeling of, this is not quite doing it for me. Yeah. And so, like... And it's also not very rewatchable, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I watched it... Um. So, we watched it together with, like, a... You and I and uh, several of our other friends mm-hmm. um, last Friday. And I had actually watched it, like, the Sunday before because, uh, yeah, we were like, oh, what movie should we watch? And like, oh, we'll watch Alien. I didn't know that you were going to invite us over. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I so watching it like that, um, you know, there's no tension. There's no... Uh, and then so, like, since the kills are uninteresting, like, the movie itself becomes more uninteresting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I appreciate all those things that you said. Like, the mm-hmm. it and obviously it's a cultural icon. Like, everyone fucking knows the alien. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I give this movie, like, a seven. Right. It's, it's, it's fine. I, I just like aliens more. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I said earlier, uh, I don't know if I said it on mic, but I like this better than aliens, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like... Aliens, I feel like, is definitely a better put together movie, probably, than Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoy what this one did a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this one has more. I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I think Alien, Aliens had a lot of like cultural impact as well. It's yeah. just like get away from her, you bitch. Right, and like, you know, in Community, they reference it with the yeah Troy dressing up in the robot. Yeah, suit the thing. Uh, yeah the. Uh, power loader or whatever it is which also mm-hmm. that's another uh james cameron thing is that he has almost that exact yeah. same setup in avatar right yeah it's a power suit yep that's just a fun little james just, a, just james cameron <laughs> doing james cameron things cameron there's probably cameron. something similar to that in like the the opening shot of terminator when they're like going there's like all these like all the human yeah skulls. there are like big there's like some robot-y thing doing yeah. something maybe, maybe crushes it's bo- skulls yeah, it might oh, wait, just no, be a bulldozer. Skulls, yeah. Is it a tank or a bulldozer? Or I don't remember. Something that has, like, treads, though. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. I mean, the Terminators are kind of, like... Power Anyways, movies. this is a fun movie, sort of. I mean, not fun, but it's a good movie. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a classic, I think. Yeah, definitely a classic. There's a reason why they're re-releasing it 40 years later. They'll probably re-release it again in 10 years. Yeah. The 50th year anniversary. Hooray! <laughs> okay, so... Uh, so the next movie. Yeah. So okay, I have some options for you. Let's options see, for me. What do I want to? Nice. Mm, right. Let's see, what did we watch first? We watched a Clovitch Killer. Mm-hmm. A thriller. And we watched Alien. Sort of horror-ish. Yeah. So what, do you want something similar or something very different? I want you to pick whatever movie will make you happy. I have a lot of movies that make me happy. That's good. Pun intended. What? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It was a pun. Mm. No, right. it wasn't. List. Um, all right. Outlaw King. Have you seen Outlaw King? I have not, no. Uh, what about About Time? I've heard of that one, I think. I know I've mentioned it. Yeah, probably. Uh, Swiss Army Man? That's, uh, yeah. I have not seen it, no. Okay. I saw the trailer. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then a classic. Have you seen any uh, Hitchcock? I've seen um, the one where the dude is at the window. Rear window? Is that the where he's is looking James at Stewart? His... Where he looks across the... Yep, yep seen that one. Okay. And then I've seen Vertigo? one more, I think. Psycho? Black and white or color? Black and white. Probably Psycho. Yeah. I think, yeah. Or That's Strangers the one on a Train, maybe. I've seen that one, too, I think. Hmm. Yeah, Hitchcock's movies are fun. Okay. I mean, they're good. I don't yeah. know if they're necessarily fun, but... Uh, yeah, let's go with something more fun, I guess. Let's sure. do About Time. Okay, sounds be good. Great. Rachel McAdams and uh, Donald Gleason. 
Domhnall Gleeson, do you say? Donal Gleeson. Donald Gleeson? Donal. Donal? Yeah. Is that his name? I'm like pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. You gotta look it up. I thought it was Domhnall. No, it's not actually pronounced how it's spelled. Uh, is he like from Ireland or something? Yeah, he's Irish. Yeah. And he's the Brendan Gleeson son. We already talked about this. We did? Yeah. Oh. I watched uh recently completely unrelated. Uh-huh. I watched uh right, we're cutting this out. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> oh yeah, who he's framed Roger Rabbit? Movie. I haven't I haven't seen that. Wait, is that the movie? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. No. Wait, is that the new one? No. With that's... Dom Hong Gleason? <laughs> what? That's a movie named like Roger Rabbit with Dom Hong Gleason. It's on Netflix. You can watch it. It's like a children's movie with a CGI bunny and all the CGI bunny friends. And they like run around and You mean Watership Down? No. It's fucking Roger Rabbit, or like, mm, shut up. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Uh, who Framed Roger Rabbit no, is who, definitely that's a movie. Like, yeah, but that's not doesn't have Dom Hall Gleason in it anyway. Yeah, because it's a classic movie. Shut up. Shut up. I'll find it. I don't, I can't think of. Oh, maybe it's not Roger Rabbit. I How don't that? think that's the name. Uh, it could be Watership Down. Peter no. Rabbit? Is it Peter, Peter Rabbit? Rabbit? No, my. <laughs> I haven't even watched this movie, oh, and I know Peter what it Rabbit. is. Peter Rabbit, god damn it. Jesus. Who Framed Roger Rabbit's a good movie. Yeah, you could do I haven't that. seen that. You haven't? No. That's worth seeing, for sure. But uh, maybe I'll pick that for my time. But actually, yeah. so do you want to... So our next movie for The Academy is my movie, yeah. which I picked. I did want to talk to about this right so i think you can pick the next one after this okay so after my movie um you can pick the next one right. and then i'll go and i mean it's just like a one-time thing where yeah it would have been me twice yeah yep which is like kind of weird right cool i suppose if we had started with a movie that you'd chosen it wouldn't have been a problem yeah but we're not that smart no we're we don't think good, ahead but this, this podcast has been way longer than i wanted it to be yeah it's about an hour okay that's what i wanted Okay, I don't. Yeah, we we kind of talked about lots of lots of stuff. Yeah, because also I feel like this was a movie that had a lot more to talk about. Well, because we know a lot more about like Ridley Scott films. Yeah, and we can talk more about that. Yeah, although most of the stuff I said, I was not coming from a place of like expertise per se. Yeah, as having not seen Covenant, it was a lot of shots in the dark. Yeah, although they weren't wrong, but right. I mean, I'm just like parroting what I've heard. Yeah, and, like shots that I've seen. Where I'm like, this doesn't look interesting. Yeah. Why are you doing this? To you me? should check it out though. Yeah. Both the both of them. Ugh. Like, See, the don't go like, out of your way to find them. Yeah. The I problem. Think they're... they're on Amazon, but you have to rent them. Okay. And I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't, don't want to spend that. four dollars on this. They like might be on HBO. Yeah. I think Covenant was on HBO for a little while. Mm. Can you get that for free? Or a free week of that. Hmm. Anyways, yeah. good talk. Yep. If anyone listened to this, I doubt it. At some point, um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it was interesting-ish. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, to prepare yourself, you guys can watch uh, About Time, the Richard Curtis. The next one is actually the thing. Please, Jared. Film? No. Oh yeah, you're right. Because yeah, next yeah, is me. Next is you. Yeah. Yeah. We just wait. We're not going to talk about the thing though. Yeah, we're going to talk about oh, the thing the, it's after. In, right. Yeah. Okay. I was, I, was, I forgot what day it was. It's the sixteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. So between now yeah. and the beginning of next month, right. we have to talk about about time. Yep. And then, uh, yeah. Then we'll talk about the thing, and then talk about something else. Talk about something else. Something happier, probably. Yeah. Well, about time's pretty happy. That's good. So that's also the other counterbalance that I'm gonna have to do is I'm pretty sure you're gonna pick a lot of bummer movies. No. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit's fun? I might pick that next. Okay. Do it. Is that on Netflix? You. I probably should have just picked that for our movie. It was on Netflix, yeah. It was at one point. I watched it on Netflix. Yeah, Indiana Jones is currently on Netflix. Yeah, I know. Very exciting. Uh, Very exciting. Well. Yeah. All right. Well, we're done. Yeah. So. Bye. See you guys later. <laughs>
Thanks. Talk to you guys next time.